Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Bonjourno. Hello. You got here about five minutes ago. Yes. Just <laughs> walked in the door. You literally walked in. We sat down. And now the microphones are, in fact, recording. In my face, yes. In your face. As abrasive as possible. We, and I was here three days ago? Yes. Two days ago? Yes. Three days ago. The, whatever it was, it was a very short turnaround time. It was even- Everything's blurring together. <laughs> yeah, no. And the, it was the weekend, and then a week of school, and then back here the next weekend. Yes. And then two days of school, and today, earlier, was school. Back here. See, I didn't have school today. I oh. played Animal Crossing. So there's this, um, so we didn't have school today at my college redacted, um, but yesterday we were in our group chats talking about it and I have a night, I usually have a night class on Wednesdays and this guy texted the group chat and was like, by the way, he said you get bonus points if you show up tomorrow. Campus is closed. (laughs) And we were like, no, the campus is closed. And he was like, no, you get bonus points. We're like, no, the campus is closed. And he was like, okay, then don't show up. But I'm going to get the bonus. Like, he was definitely gaslighting us because he wanted people to believe him. But it was, it was a lot of back and forth. And there was a lot of frantic text messages. Like, we don't have class tomorrow, right? Like, no. (laughs) The campus is closed. I wonder if, did he go today or later? What time is it? It would be just letting out. He didn't go. There's yeah. no way. Because even after all of the text messages that were like, no, it's closed and all the stuff. And he was like, fine, don't get your bonus points. Like, he was just being a dick. That's so good. No. <laughs> because some poor soul probably believed him. Someone probably went. Yeah, that's Someone went. He went. <laughs> he went for the meme. That, no. We are recording right before... You're also going to your parents. Yeah. We're about we're both about to leave to go to our respective parents' houses. Yes. And then I'm gonna see you again on Friday. On Friday. We have been see we will have seen each other every weekend for the past three weeks. Yeah. It's a little much. Yeah, I'm tired of you. I don't like you that much. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. This is a little much. I, I didn't know I was signing up for this. Podcast <laughs> canceled. <laughs> Did you see that the alternate title to the episode that went out today was The Morbid and the Manifestation? <laughs> no. <laughs> because of Random Nautica. <laughs> the alternate alternate title was going to be Your Coochie Gets High, but then I was like, <laughs> I can't do that. Because we talked about the opium tampons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't do that. Yeah, probably not. Probably shouldn't do that as the title. How was your how was your two days of three days of class? Three days, three of, days class. of class. Uh, I had a chemistry test this morning. What the fuck? It was pretty <laughs> gross, but I think I did pretty good on it. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving break. Yeah. What kind of animal? I learned that? all three chapters it was on last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. And you did your research. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> We watched two movies this week, too. We did... There was a lot. Oh, my God. We watched Tick, Tick, Boom. Okay. Which was great. Okay. Good. Great, great time. I've seen a lot of positive reviews. Yeah, it was really good. And then, um... Legend of the Ten Rings. What's his name? Chong chi What's that? The new Marvel movie. Oh, I don't care It was Marvel. really cool, though. It was really, like, just fun to watch. 
the stunts and stuff were really cool. Noted. It's a lot of like hand to hand combat mm-hmm. and a lot of like manipulating the environment in oh. the fights. So it was just it was just fun to watch. That's exciting. Did y'all go to the theater? No, it was Netflix or uh, Tick Tick Booms on Netflix, Netflix and but... then Marvel is Disney Plus. Oh. I got rid of my Disney Plus subscription. My mom has them, so I just have my mom's. I wish. I do mooch my mother's HBO Max. I have, like, literally almost every streaming platform, and I still can't get half of the movies. I know. It's so deeply frustrating. (laughs) So pirating is still the valid I will pirate until the day I die. (laughs) This is just getting as bad as, it's just as bad as cable at this point. It's ridiculous. But it's whatever, it's whatever. Maybe I'll watch Tick Tick Boom tonight with my mom. It was great. She's been she's been trying to get us to we watch it. We tried movies. to rewatch it this week already. Like it's on the, the to do list to rewatch it. And we just watched it Monday. <laughs> Damn, I'll have to watch it. But Lex and I were talking we're gonna go see the Gucci movie. I I we wanted. just haven't organized the time. I wanna go see it. Should. So bad. We're going to uh Oh, I have good news. Oh, oh. So the episode that came out today in it i make a very uh strong promise now what is the date today like the 23rd i think i don't fucking know 24th tomorrow is thanksgiving oh that should tell us <laughs> what day it is yeah. it's the 24th because tomorrow's thanksgiving yeah um anyway so fake holiday this is the 24th and an episode came out today because it is wednesday and in that episode i promised that i would have all of my pictures in the Google Drive. You're joking. Do you want to know what else I did last night? You're you're joking. <laughs> all of them. You're joking. <laughs> no, they're you're joking. all there. And Bullshit. The, the one with um the the green beret, uh, beret, green beret. Uh, murder when the table gets knocked over. I was so proud of what I titled the table picture. You took, g- you gave your pictures titles. Some of them. I love that. Oh no, <laughs> our table. <laughs> it's broggy. <laughs> There's some that. there's some fun names in there for That's anyone who crazy. wants to go. So I learned all my chemistry. I did all my photos and I did my research. I did some of my research this morning too, though. Same after the test. I edited the podcast. Like I got home from work at eleven o'clock last night. Even I edited the rest of the podcast and then I also started my research. But at that point, I was like, "No, I'm too tired. I have to go to bed." So obviously I brought my Switch with me to bed and played Animal Crossing for three more hours. (laughs) Didn't happen. But I did it all this morning. But it wasn't bad because I picked out my sources last night. So it was fine. But yeah. I I cannot believe you got your Google Drive. I'm (laughs) tempted to check. No, Is that why you texted me about the drive? Yeah, and then I found another way in. What happened? It didn't work? It, for my iPad, for some reason, it logged out of it and then wanted me to re-verify it. Oh. I don't know if it's... Because I had it logged in on the app, but not, like, Safari. So okay. when I opened Safari, it, like, messed it up or something. Weird. So I had to re-verify that my iPad was not trying to steal our stuff. Hmm. So. And then I wound up not using my iPad. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, we can re-verify it today if you want. Um. Oh, no, my iPad's verified, too. I just didn't use it. Oh, you okay. I verified it. My computer was already nice. on it. And nice. by the time I got the iPad working, my my computer was up with I'm, YouTube, and so I just opened another tab. I'm genuinely so excited that you finally did your Google Drive. I'm ahead of you, actually. I was about to say. <laughs> I was going to read because I think the next episode that I have to put in there is Bloody Mary, is when I stopped. Yeah, I think um, I saw the folder. So, I yeah, I made the folder. I just never did the photos. Um... 
because I pull in the pictures I use for the TikToks are the ones that I put into the Google Drive. Oh. So I haven't, I just haven't made those episodes yet because it's so deep. <laughs> it's so cool. Like the subtitles are the best part. And I even organized it so that it's not that hard to do the subtitles. It's just so fucking annoying <laughs> because I type out all of our individual ums and all yeah. this stuff. It makes it funny. But it's work. It's so tedious. <laughs> but it's fine. The price we pay for content. Indeed. Speaking of, did you decide if you're going to buy your computer part on Black Friday? I have it pulled up and I, I found... Is there, is there a Black Friday deal? I was looking. A lot of online already has their deals going. Yeah. And then I was trying to see if some had, like, extra deals on Cyber Monday. Specifically, I was looking on Newegg mm -hmm. and just kind of perusing through that. And I found, I don't know which alternate part I'm going to get. Mm. So I got to double check. But they're all around the same. 800 bucks. I can actually get the one I want if I want to shell out three times as much you don't money do that. for it. So not going to do, do it. Don't do that. That's so. not in the spirit of Thanksgiving. Mm -mm. The turkeys wouldn't want this. The, tur <laughs> the turkeys wouldn't want it. What? What? Oh. <laughs> oh. Welcome, Dickie. You're welcome, Dickie. I got it. That took too long for me, though. I'm a little ashamed. Should we start? Um. I'm down. I'm down. I fully expected you to say no. <laughs> Russ, I okay. thought about it. Okay, well, I guess it's done. Um, cool. What's my category? True crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I sincerely hope so because that's what I have. Yeah, it is because I did a ghost and a other last time, right? What did I do? I'm trying it's to all think of our last together. <laughs> We've been here too much. Um, it's all it's all one. What did what what was the last what episode we, we recorded? What was the last thing? Yeah, we did. I did a. Oh, I didn't update it. Oh. So that's not helpful. A true crime. I did the Gucci. And, oh, and I did uh, the Ram Inn. And so now I'm on Conspiracy. And I did... Pavalia Island. And... <laughs> what the fuck did I do? I have it open. Why the Loch Ness Monster. Oh. <laughs> How do I forget her dude we're ter we're terrible with that stuff i'll be sitting here like like last time it was after you guys left after we recorded i sat down and i started organizing like our folders and stuff and titling things and whatever and i could not fucking remember no I, at some I, we had recorded like, that day stuff. yeah well i'm not doing either of those categories because i just did them i am in fact doing a true crime yes i'm gonna make you guess but you're not gonna get it well, you might. You might. I have to have more faith in you. You shouldn't, though. Okay. I'm the worst at guessing. I'll know what it is fully. You could tell me what it was, and I still won't get it. Until I mean, I did me tell you I was going to do Randonautica, and then 
<laughs> I did not know. guess it. <laughs> to be fair, I forgot that word existed as soon as we stopped talking about it. Anyway, um, I'm doing a disappearance. A missing person. A missing person. And it's still unsolved. Oh. And those are your hints. Who went missing? It is apparently, like, I didn't know about it until I started researching it, but I saw it through a TikTok that was, like, cases that still haunt me. And apparently good. this is one for a lot of people that this this missing person case specifically bothers a lot of people for some reason. I don't know, like, the names of missing person cases, so I'm not going to guess it, so we can... Also, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. Okay. I call her by her first name for the majority of it, because her last name was pronounced two different ways in the videos I watched. Okay. Um, I'm sure there is a pronunciation. I should just look it up. Anyway. But even those are wrong sometimes. Like, it's so hard to know how to say words without hearing it. That. And I heard it in two different ways. But in one of the videos I watched, he did have an accent. So, eh. anyway, it's the disappearance of Lauren Spirer. I, I, I've, yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens in it, but, like, through true crime TikToks. No, yeah. It's one of those. those It's one of those. Like, yeah. Um, it, it's a moderate to big deal. It's a moderate to big deal. I'm moving. I'm moving things. <laughs> Woohoo. Anyway. So, yeah, it's, um, it's apparently a, a deeply troubling one for a lot of people. When I looked it up, the first thing I saw was, like, maps of the route she took. There's a lot of theories about what happened to her. Like, Whoa. And most of them have some grounds, which was what got me. So, huh. we're going to start off strong. Um, so she's a, she's a 20-year-old student at Indiana University who vanished on June 3rd of 2011, and it's still unsolved. So she was born January 17th of 1991. I forgot to look up her zodiac sign. She's an Aquarius. (laughs) She's an Aquarius. I can neither confirm nor deny these allegations. June 17th. She's a Gemini. Anyway, she's a Gemini. Yeah, I don't. Wait, June. I thought you said January. Oh, I googled June. That's what I was about to say. It was like, there's no way. I googled June. She's a Capricorn. Cap. Final answer. Anyway, we've gone through three. She was born on June, <laughs> January seventeenth, nineteen ninety one. She's a Capricorn. Um, to Charlene and Robert Spirer. Her father was an accountant, a real accountant, not an OnlyFans <laughs> one. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. That was the first thing I thought when I saw that word. It's. I think it's funny that it, our generation is you have conditioned. You clarify with accountant now. <laughs> no one asks you questions when you say you're an accountant. Oh, my sources. Wikipedia. Um, Rachel Shannon did a video called Where is Lauren Spirer? That chapter did a video called What Happened to Lauren Spirer? And Georgia Marie did a, wid- a midweek mystery called Where is Lauren Spirer? All of those videos, fantastic. Um, nice. So, Lauren grew up in Scarsdale, New York, um, in a town in Lower Westchester County. I Those words were meaningless to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, they could be on Mars for all I know. No, literally. All I know is it just sounded fancy. But she graduated from Edgemond, Edgemont High School in 2009 and then enrolled in Indiana University she was studying textiles and merchandising. Cool. But she was described as bubbly and charismatic. 
she was really active in the Jewish community. Um, she spent, she actually spent her previous spring break in Israel, uh, planting trees on behalf of the Jewish, Jewish National Fund. Nice. So, like, very involved. Um, she used to go to a summer camp um, in the mountain town of Hansdale, Pennsylvania, for years. It was called Camp Tawanda fictional words um <laughs> but there she had met her long-term boyfriend jesse wolf and her friend uh jay rosenbaum um i've also i heard it also heard, heard it pronounced rosenbaum both of them i referred to him as jay jay for the rest of this <laughs> but they met there and that's where they like kind of grew up together and they all decided they wanted to go to the same college so they do good but for them. she's dating jesse she's friends with jay jesse and james anyway not James. I just wanted to say it because of Team Rocket. <laughs> That's what I figured. Um, and a bunch of her other friends actually all went to the same summer camp. Those two were just the important ones. Okay. But they all, like, collectively were like, we're going to go to the same college and be best friends forever. And then they did it. Oh. But- which is bold. <laughs> but she went missing. So not forever. But anyway. <laughs> so That was a lot. There's not, there was not a lot of her early life, which I found interesting, especially with how involved her parents were with her disappearance, but, like, that was pretty much everything. Huh. And then I skipped straight to the day she disappeared after this. Oh. And then the rest of this episode is all theories. Really? No, yeah, it's crazy. But. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's not. I feel it, so no. bad, but. We cope with humor. So. The first thing I'm gonna say. There is conflicting reports as to whether or not she had a drug problem. Her parents fully deny it. Her friends say she did. Okay. It's college. It's plausible that she did have a drug problem and her parents just didn't know about it. Yeah, because she was away at college. Right. But that is an important note because she was intoxicated the night of her disappearance. Okay. Friday, June 3rd, 2011. I was 10. Thank you. I was 11. I, I just like to <laughs> sprinkle that in. I said, that's why I said June, though, because she goes missing in June, but she was born in January. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It, it makes sense. So, 12.30 a.m., okay? She leaves her apartment with her friend David, David Ron. The, they actually, they lived in the same complex. Okay. Um, and then they are on their way to Jay's apartment. It's about a six-minute walk. So they walk over together to Jay's apartment. Um, there, they meet up with Jay, and then Jay's roommate, or not roommate, neighbor, Corey. Um, his name is Corey Rossman. This is why I refer to them by their first names, because all of them have our last names. It's Ron, Rosenbaum, and Rossman. Jesus. No fucking thank you. <laughs> so it's, it's Jay, David, and Corey. Got it. Okay. So, Jay, Jay's there, that's the apartment we're at, Corey, his neighbor, comes over, and then David and Lauren meet them. So they start pre-gaming, is what they're doing. So they're getting ready to go out at the bars, um, and they're planning on going to Kilroy's Sports Bar, which is a, it's a college bar in the area. It's about a three-minute walk from Jay's house. Okay. So everything is very close. Got it, yeah. Nope, not a three-minute walk from Jay's house. Never mind. Ignore that. It's a three-minute walk from Lauren's house. We get to have that later completely disregard everything i just said 
Okay. So it's longer from Jay's. Yes. But three back to hers. Yes. Got it. Important later. Mapping so it's a six it out. Yeah. It's a six minute walk from Lauren's to Jay's. That's where we're at. At one forty six. So about an hour later, she is seen on security footage entering the bar. So we know she made it there. Um, she was only here for about 30 minutes, though, but she managed to leave her shoes and her cell phone. Uh-oh. Presumably, she had taken off her shoes because there's a sand-covered patio, and she wanted to feel the sand on her feet. She's drunk. Yeah. Dude, like, I plastered. Um, but she's only there for, like, 30 to 40 minutes before she leaves with Corey. Corey is the new friend. She didn't go to summer camp with Corey. He's the neighbor. He's the neighbor. Got it. Um, so she leaves the bar with Corey. We know that from security footage. And they, they, he is set to walk Lauren back to her apartment complex about a three minute walk from the bar. Not far. Um, they are both very, very, very drunk though. Um, at 2.30, we know that she made it there because we can see it on security footage. They get onto the elevator and they're making their way up to the fifth floor. A bunch of, uh, uh, I saw some reports that it was like a lot of neighbors saw them. Um, the only one that had, was given a name was Zach Oaks. Saw them. Um, saw them and asked how she was, like, do you, you, she didn't look okay. Like, um, allegedly there was, people had issues with how Corey was handling her, but I only saw that in one source. Okay. Um, all we know is that one neighbor, in some accounts, Zach, allegedly punched Corey in the face oh there was some sort of conflict whether it was zach making a comment about lauren or Corey. there was some altercation and zach punched Corey in the face um it made a little sense because Corey was very very drunk might mm-hmm. have started a fight um later it's alleged that this hit actually gave him a concussion jesus because if, according to him he doesn't remember much after this it's very spotty but they decide to they don't decide to abandon the complex. They man's just got punched in the face. They're leaving. So they decide to go back to Corey's instead. Oh, so they have the the, the 6, six minute, minute walk again. Um, they take an alleyway. Bad so, choice. <laughs> correct. But they cut through an alleyway to get through it. Um, it's but the alley that runs between College Avenue and Morton Street, once again, meaningless words. Because I have no concept of where these streets are. <laughs> um, but we, we know she leaves the alley. Security footage again. Um, they walk towards an empty parking lot. This is she... like the first time security cameras are no, really they're coming everywhere. in clutch. The Wikipedia came in so hard. Because it's literally like organized by every single timestamp. And the ones in bold are all security footage. Oh, okay. So you can see which ones are witness accounts. Which ones are security footage. And the majority is footage. Jeez. Like, we know where she was. That's. Heck she, yeah, security cams. That. She makes it out of the parking lot, or the alleyway, and into the parking lot, but she is falling all over the place. She's gone. No, she's <laughs> gone. Her keys and her purse were later found in the alleyway because she dropped them at some point and didn't even notice. Oh, no. Um, They get to Corey's apartment, though. There's so many places where I was waiting for this to go terribly. Yeah. They make it to Corey's apartment. Um, and Corey's roommate is home. His name is Michael Beth. Um, he opted out of drinking that night because he had assignments to do the next day. So he was awake when they got there. 
Um, Corey is incredibly drunk. He's stumbling. He threw up on the floor on the way upstairs. Like, man's is gone. So Michael ends up putting Corey to bed. He's like, you're done, bud. (laughs) You're done. And then after this, he tries to convince Lauren to spend the night there because of how drunk she was. Um, Even according to him, like, she's not... Eyes glazed over, like, head empty, no thoughts. On a different planet. Different planet. She is so fucking drunk. But she says no. She wants to go home. She will be going home. You know, the place they just left? She will be going back there. (laughs) Interesting move. Michael does not want this to happen, so he calls Jay, the neighbor, who is home now because it's 3.30 in the morning. Okay, he had gone home at Mm -hmm. another... So he calls Jay wanting him to take care of Lauren. Um, and Michael even says that Lauren the whole time was trying to get him to come back to her apartment with him her with her so that they could drink more. He was like, No. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> you need to lay down. But she does go to Jay's apartment, you know, next door. Jay notices that there's a bruise under her eye, probably from falling at some point. She doesn't know how she got it. Um, and then Jay's phone makes two calls. So this, this version differs in places, probably just from word of mouth. In some versions, it's Jay who makes the call and some versions it's Lauren. All we know is that one call was made to David and one call was made to a different friend, which is why I'm pretty sure it was Lauren who made the call because if it was Jay, we'd know who the other friend was. Yeah. Um, but regardless, almost all accounts agree that they were trying to call David to walk Lauren home because they lived in the same complex. Got it. Um, according to Jay, he also tried to get her to stay and she once again refused. She was having none of it. She d- he even he didn't even tell her to spend the night necessarily. He was saying like just stay here for like a few hours until you sober up and then walk home. Like Yeah. Because she'd made this walk countless times. They lived not even like two blocks from each other. Um, it's a six-minute walk. It's a college town. She'd made this walk a thousand times. She knows where she's going. This time, she's just absolutely shit-faced. Yeah. And cannot walk. <laughs> Should not walk at all alone at night, three in the morning. Yet, at 4.30, Jay reports that Lauren leaves his apartment. This is the last reported sighting of her. Oh, um, he last saw Lauren leaving the, leaving at the intersection of 11th Street and College Avenue headed south. Um, he was watching her from the window to make sure she was walking in the right direction. Oh, no. Because she was that drunk. She was last seen barefoot, wearing black leggings and a white t-shirt. Several hours later, Jesse, the boyfriend that didn't go out drinking with them, um, sends her a slew of text messages and phone calls, and it gets to the point where an employee from the bar called him and was like yeah she left her phone here bro oh Um, no jesse and lauren's roommate check her apartment there was no sign that she ever made it back and then jesse reported lauren missing that's the last time she was seen lots lots of moving pieces yeah lots of frat boys a lot of drunk frat boys (laughs) but her parents arrived the next day to start looking for her the search gets nash nationwide cover not nationwide 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 um nationwide coverage hundreds of volunteers there was a hundred thousand dollar reward for information on her return they found nothing Uh oh literally nothing that's always the worst other than like oh her phone and her keys were in the alleyway where we saw she dropped them on the camera 
and her bar, her shoes were at the bar. You know, the things we already knew. Yeah. Nothing else. Um, with the nature of the disappearance, though, the, the police almost immediately suspected foul play. Like, something happened to this girl. Yeah. Um, Jay, Corey, and Jesse all almost immediately get attorneys right away. Um, and they all refuse to speak to the press. Interesting. So I saw, a, you know, I agree, but I saw a lot of people who were, like, in videos and stuff, meaning, like, ah, obviously this means they're guilty. I don't think it's that. It's just... No. Half of the comments under that chapter's video specifically, because that chapter kind of made a side comment where he was like, mm, that's a little sus. And all of the comments were disagreeing. And I disagree. Because, like, they verbatim, all of them said, we don't trust the, po- we don't trust the police. With a, nat- with a case like this big... At this point, they just want an answer. Yeah. And if they're going to pin it on somebody, like, why wouldn't it be one of the guys she was last seen? So, like, obviously, do not speak to the police without an attorney. Yeah. Do not speak to the police without an no, attorney. No, I agree, especially with something that's, like, not, like, it, it happened with the, the monster with 21 Faces. The mm-hmm. whole thing was he was just mocking that they could not catch anybody. Yeah. And it, like, it drove some of them crazy, like, they, mm-hmm. that they couldn't, it, they, it was just making them look like they, they were handing them clues in that right. one. But it's like, there there are times where they'll just pin it on the most likely suspect. And it's especially And with, it's those three boys. Literally. And especially with a case that gained this much, not popularity, but like, it became like a household name for a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. people knew about this disappearance and everybody wanted an answer. And everybody was looking to the Bloomington police to, yeah. to figure it out. No, I think it's smart on them for getting an attorney. No, yeah. <laughs> um... They were not wrong for getting lawyers, and they weren't wrong for not talking to the, pl- the press, because journalists will spring this story however they want. And there's, then you have the whole town against you for no reason. And then there's journalists flocking from all over the country to talk to these boys. I saw videos. It was insane. I saw videos of, um, of different, different news outlets and reporters and stuff literally chasing them down the street. Like, They'll be coming out of, like, literally, like, a Starbucks or something with, like, a coffee in their hand, a backpack on, like, trying to get to school, and immediately it's, like, microphones in their faces. And it's, like, bro, you, you need to calm their down. Their friend just went missing. And you're from, not, you're not even from this state. <laughs> like, media is not entitled to you. Journalists will spin a story however they want. So will the police. They're not wrong for getting lawyers. Um, because if they, if they hadn't got lawyers, at least one of them would be in jail right now. Yeah. But a double-edged sword, you know, like, <laughs> did you do it? Yeah. Or, you know. There is still some suspicion. I'm not writing them off oh, because no, no. they got lawyers. But I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's the wrong thing. No. I just didn't like that a lot of people were like, no, it, was it meant it was an admission of guilt. And it's like, no, the That's police are sub- incompetent. <laughs> We've seen that. Have you seen that TikTok that it's like, um, a genius serial killer who managed to evade capture? Damn, it's police incompetence again. Yeah. Because it's not that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so Jesse participated in the search for two days before his parents took him out of it. Um, which is a little weird, but all of all of Lauren's friends agree he wasn't someone who would hurt her. Like, Jesse was not even on the table. He also wasn't out that night. Yeah. He was home watching the NBA Finals. Mans knew, what, knew his lane. <laughs> and he stayed in it. <laughs> Two months later, in August of 2011, the police conducted a nine-day search of a landfill to try and find clues. Um, 
the Bloomington Police Department, the Indiana University Police Department, and the FBI all took place in the search. Jeez. Nothing. Nothing. May 24th, 2013. Um, as of that day, they had received 3,000 tips on her disappearance. Um, and 100 of them had been received during the first half of 2013 for some reason. And the one who seemed most suspicious at this point was Corey. Because he was with her for most of the night. He also would not speak to Lauren's parents or investigators without his lawyer. Which, I mean, pop off. Because Lauren's parents were also very adamant that she was a good girl and these boys drugged her. Was oh. their story. Um, because Lauren did not have a drug problem. What? They would know about it. These boys obviously drugged her. She had a drug problem. Um, and, But, like, and we also... We know where Corey was with the security footage. We know where Corey was. So, but a lot of people thought he had some part in this. Um, At the very least, like, maybe he had intended to do something and drugged her and then just passed out before he could see his plan to fruition. Like, there was, Lauren's family has a a lot of views on these boys. Okay. there were a few interviews with Corey, but not many. The one I saw, he straight up said, I wasn't the last person to see her. I'm praying for her and her family. I want her to be found. I was not the last person to see her. Yeah. Which is true. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he went to bed. His man was unconscious. <laughs> he had a concussion. Like, that, oh, I forgot he was punched. <laughs> he, he was punched in the face, walking her home. Like, yeah, um, I, was, I was here for Corey. I was rooting for Corey. Jay was also a suspect. Um, at the very least, people say that he shouldn't have let her walk home alone, but, like, he tried. He tried not to. Um. Yeah, well, uh, that's such a tough position. Like, what, what could you do there? And she'd made the walk before. Like, you can't, you, I, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, she was belligerently drunk, but what was he supposed to do? Restrain her? That's what I'm saying. She, like, some, I don't know. And Jay and Michael both tell essentially the same story, where they're like, no, she wouldn't stay. We both tried. Um, but, I mean, letting her leave is not a crime. Yeah, that that's true. I'd, like, I don't know, it's such a, why'd nobody walk over there? But they're all, all plastered. No, literally, every single one of them is drunk. Not one of them is thinking clearly, except maybe Michael. But Michael, at that point, was tending to his own roommate, who had a concussion. And again, the, like, the commonality of it. She's walked this, like, yeah. there a billion times. Right. With... And they were trying to call somebody to get her to walk her home. The calls just weren't going through. But it, it was, like, less than a six-minute walk. Like, she just made it there. Mm-hmm. So, it is highly unlikely that any of these boys were involved in her disappearance. Okay. So what did happen? I want to know. A lot of people. Okay, there, there's a few main theories. Okay. Hit me I with them. didn't put them in any particular order because I shit you not, every source I looked at brought a new one. <laughs> um, and all of them have weight. Oh no! Like no, there's that's like day love. There's not a single one of them that isn't like oh there's enough evidence that I could believe that. So, um, there's a lot of people who think she accidentally overdosed because she had a heart condition Oh, that made it hard for her heart to regulate its own speed. 
especially under the influence of substances. So a lot of people think that she had just drank way too much. And according to her friends, this is this is where the conflict come in because Jesse, the boyfriend, was saying, no, she used a lot of drugs. Like, this isn't a new thing. This wasn't a one-time thing. Like, she had a drug problem. Um, even Jesse's mother backed him up and said that Lauren allegedly was asked to leave their summer camp because of drug use oh. years earlier. Um, quote, this poor little girl is not with us today because of her drug abuse, oh. was her statement. Um, and on but September like, 2nd, 2010, nine months before her disappearance, she was arrested for charges of public intoxication and illegal consumption. All right, so we, we know she's like, it's not her parents' door. No, like, yeah. She's never gotten drunk before. No, yeah. Um, and after her disappearance, police did find a small amount of cocaine in her room. Oh. No, she was a drug, she was using drugs. Okay. Um, Jay told investigators that that night, Lauren had consumed alco- alcohol, snorted cocaine, and crushed up clonopin tablets. Jesus. And that's what she was on, and that's why she was gone. Like, she wasn't drunk. She was fried. <laughs> oh, like, my God. And her rare heart condition, it's called long QT syndrome. When you said drugs, I was like, weed. No. Cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> Um, she had, a, pills. she had a very, very weak heart that made it difficult to regulate its own speed, especially with drugs and especially with cocaine, Yeah, which is an upper. A stimulant. A yeah. stimulant. <laughs> like, anyway. So there was, there was a few different renditions of this story because if she overdosed somewhere, they never found her body. That's what I was going to ask because there's no body. There's no body. So a lot of people are like, well, obviously she overdosed at one of the boys' houses and they hid her body. Oh. And that's the story. Police were like, no. They're simply no. They would, because they, they could see on security footage coming in. There's footage, there's cameras all over this place. Like, no, that simply was not what happened. Um, they all, the, the family also hired a private investigator who was apparently kind of famous. I couldn't, he went on his Wikipedia article, like, he was a, he was a link. He wasn't like a, a text. Um, his name is Bo Deedle, which sounds fictional. <laughs> he was a private investigator hired by the family um, because they did not trust the police either. Which is why saying, like, these they shouldn't have got lawyers. No one trusted the cops to handle this, this area, correctly. So I'm, um, I'm seeing a trend. Right. So he completely doubted that that was the storyline. Um, he said that he did not believe that an overdose would have been enough motivation to hide the body. Because if they, if they brought... If they called the, like, they, they would have called an ambulance or something. Like, everybody knew she had a heart condition. Yeah, if she started, like, seizing passing, or, or, like, if she passed out uh, unexpectedly. Right. It's very unlikely that there would have been enough motivation for these boys to hide her body instead of calling the police. Um, especially there was a, a very prevalent amount of drug use on their campus. Um, his quote was, Every kid's buying pot, cocaine, drinking pills. I mean, it's all over the place. So that really can't be the motive behind it. Yeah, it's not like they were the only ones. Right. And if they had called the cops and she did overdose, like, they might have gotten in a little trouble. 
for the the without like murder not murder yeah um i mean they were drunk though we have to say they could have thought wrong but then the the security cameras are another no yeah so it's like i'm not buying that a sister theory to this one is that she fell and seriously hit her head and oh because she passed out or she seized or something um but there was no body found is Mm -hmm. the thing so mm, most people subscribed to the theory that she was abducted that's what it feels like i have about six different men who could have done it (laughs) lay it out for me but most people agree that she was abducted even her family kind of leaned to that theory um they i mean walking alone at night in a college town obviously drunk no shoes right no purse yeah no identifying features a lot of people think she was abducted um and the police believe she was abducted um so and the her parents also state that they do not believe her disappearance was random is their thing they think she was abducted and they think it was planned but her parents are also kind of whack i'm not speaking out against the family i don't i have no idea what i would do if somebody i know went missing yeah least of all a child they just give a lot of conflicting reports and theories and things yeah so the first one i have his name is james mcclish um that night surveillance footage showed a white pickup truck circling the block near lauren where lauren was last seen this pickup comes back in a few different stories um and in three of them they were tied to three different people Oh. So I don't know which one is real. I do know that this guy, what I detail happened, did happen. Okay. But, um, so when, when you think about it, college town, right by the bars, lots of drunk women, easy target for predators. Um, James McClish was living in a halfway house about 10 minutes away. He had just been paroled for assaulting his wife. Okay. Um, so a friend of his contacted the police and alleged that james did kill lauren oh the police dismissed it excuse me the private investigator though did not this is why we don't trust the cops (laughs) get a lawyer i don't like that to talk to the police (laughs) i don't believe that no one cares what you believe charles there's a girl (laughs) missing anyway so the private investigator followed up and got james to take a polygraph And there's video of it. Like, it's a lot. Um, He agreed. So there were questions such as, like, have you ever thought about hurting someone? Have you ever thought about killing someone? And he was honest. He said yes to those questions. Scary. But whenever he was asked about Lauren, he had no idea. He said he didn't know who she was. He had not seen her that night, yada, yada, yada. And he did pass the polygraph. So he was honest about his feelings. (laughs) feelings impulses um but if that was the case he was also honest about what he thought about lauren um there's another man his name is justin wagner's this is the other pickup he also had a white pickup truck um so it's possible that the police followed this lead and bless you (laughs) into different directions i I don't know the details. All I know is he also had the white pickup. Um, on January 28th of 2016, the FBI and other police investigation investigators 
went to this property on Old Morgantown Road in Martinsville, about 20, 20 miles north of Bloomington. According to a statement released by the FBI, they were following up on leads regarding the disappearance of Lauren Spirer. So we know that that's why they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, the property was connected to a man. His name is Justin Wagners, who lived there with his mother and his stepfather. He had been suspected of exposing himself numerous times to local women. So that was like his, his thing. Um, investigators searched the property with cadaver dogs, which found potential evidence. Um, anthropologists conducted a dig, sifted dirt, uh, found nothing, but they did confiscate a white pickup from the property. Interesting. Yeah, and that's all we have on him, really. We know that the police went there with suspicion. Might have been because he was, they didn't know who was driving the pickup yet, but regardless, cadaver dogs did alert, and the truck was confiscated. All right. Then we have a man named Corey Hammersley. Um, He used to be a great student, a great athlete, but he fell hard into the drug scene at the university. Uh, One year after Lauren's disappearance, he had a drug-induced meltdown. Like, naked in his yard at 7 in the morning. Oh. Um, He opened fire on police. Jesus. Got 24 years in prison. Behind bars, he was playing cards with another inmate when Lauren's picture came on the screen. And according to the other inmate, Hammersley looked at the TV and said, Man, I knew the guy who did that. And allegedly, uh, Hammersley said that Lauren and a few guys were doing ecstasy and she overdosed and it scared them. So instead of calling the police, they threw her body into the river. Oh. Police did not think it was credible and did not follow it further. I'm noticing a trend. (laughs) They just say no? Yeah. But this, this other inmate who he was playing cards with, we don't know the name. He asked to be anonymous was interviewed on TV. They did the whole, like, voice modulation and all that Whoa. jazz. And he, he gave them, like, a, a play-by-play of what Hammersley said happened. But Hammersley didn't give names. It was just kind of like, I knew the guys that did that. And but so they threw in the river. The police did not look through the river. Dang. I'm noticing a trend. That's insane. Is it a murderer getting away with it, or is it police incompetence? Never trust the cops. If I go missing... Call a PI. Yeah. <laughs> call a PI. Call the cops too, but no. call the PI. I mean, you can get them involved, but if they're doing this shit, call a PI. Call the FBI first. It's the same thing that happened with Rebecca Zahal. No, it's happened on a lot we've talked about on here, and <laughs> so, so much more. We need to create a bingo sheet for true crimes. Police or with the chessboard killer, when the little boy was like, that's the man who tried to kill me a week ago. And they were like, go home. You smell like alcohol. We're going to arrest you. I hate... Anyway... <laughs> There's another guy. Um, his name is Daniel Messel. Okay. Um, April 2015, so a few years later, um, there were, the police were investigating a link between Lauren's disappearance and the murder of another student named Hannah Wilson. Okay. So she went missing April 24th of 2015 um, after visiting the same bar that Lauren went to the night she disappeared. So... She got into a taxi in front of her bar, in front of the bar, and drove away. Her body was found the next morning Brown in Brown County. Um, she had only been reported missing for one day before her body was found in a field, and she'd been bludgeoned to death. It was attached to a local man named Daniel Messel, who was arrested for the murder after his cell phone was found near the body. 
And a lot of people believed that he might have he might have done this to Lauren and thought he could get away with it again. Um, and that Hannah was just the one that got him caught. Um, in July of 2015, investigators concluded that the cases were, quote, unrelated and any similarities between them were coincidental. Weird. Don't believe in coincidences. 2017, the county prosecutor reported that he did believe that he this they were connected um but regardless we don't have any conclusive proof as to who took her um even more even there were so many more also like possibilities every every source i found different names different names different there was a different guy was driving the truck and he took her um there was one report it was a, it was a witness account so it wasn't like terribly credible that someone saw a man throw a little like a girl over his shoulder um and it lined up with the timeline about when she would have been walking home and like throw her into the back of a truck like there was another report that saw that she was screaming or said that there was a girl screaming and when they reported to the scene where they thought it was coming from it was the street like there was a she was definitely taken it's just who. Yeah. Lauren's, search the river. Search the river. Lauren's parents think that the boys know more than they're letting on. Um, they, because they say, like, they, they got lawyers and yada yada. They also refused polygraphs. Um, that's, you could make an argument that that's because polygraphs aren't reliable. But according to the boys, they did take polygraphs. It was just private ones through the FBI instead of through the police. Okay. Because they do not trust the police. These guys are on it. No, they really were like, you, you, you're not searching the river. Like, <laughs> I'm going to the guys above you. I'm going to the FBI. Uh, but they straight up said they don't trust the police and they passed the FBI's polygraphs. Um, still, though, the family filed a civil lawsuit against the boys and accused them of negligence. And they said that the boys supplied her with alcohol well after she was intoxicated and then neglected to safely get her to the apartment, which likely led to her death. The judge did dismiss it because they said that none of them had any duty of care over Lauren, but they, uh, they kept appealing it. Like, they really were trying to sue these boys. Yeah, but... For negligence. Like, but, like, legally, they they weren't responsible for her. Right. And they, they were not force-feeding her drugs. Like, there's multiple witness statements that says that she she went to his apartment to pregame. Like, yeah. She was intending to get drunk. There's she multiple had a drug statements problem. saying she, she went of her own accord. Right. But her parents don't seem to believe that. I, like, I get it. Like, you don't want that to be the, like, that's how you find out your kid is having issues. I, I get it. But it's not helping find her, bro. Yeah. Don't don't sue these boys who are definitely not involved. Like, yeah, yeah they got her drunk. It's college. That's what you do. <laughs> like, that's... You drink and you go to school. <laughs> Sometimes... Eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> I eat hot chip and lie. Um, but they definitely were not involved. It was likely a stranger who abducted her, which her parents also don't seem to believe. They think it was intentional, like, how could somebody just, just so happen to take my daughter kind of thing? Yeah. You don't believe it'll happen until it happens to you. But it was likely a stranger, um, and it was 
almost certainly on her way home. No remains have ever been found. To this day, no one knows where she is or who took her. It is still an open case. Um, Dan- the, the, the river. Daniel Messel is in jail for the other murder, um, but he hasn't admitted to anything. Like, he's he doesn't have shit to lose. He's in jail. Um, but he hasn't said that he did anything to Lauren. So, no one really knows. But apparently this is a case that, like, haunts a lot of people. Yeah. Like, it's one of those that you kind of get, like, attached to. Um, there was also, in addition to the Wikipedia article, that talked about missing white woman syndrome, which I thought might be important to bring up, that... Young white women from wealthy families typically get news coverage. News, news coverage. That was a big thing with Gabby Petito. It was a huge thing with Gabby Petito. And apparently there was another person named Crystal, who I couldn't find pronouns for, but I'm assuming is a woman because it's miss white, missing white woman syndrome. But yeah. um, that a woman who was 29 and white in the area also went missing around the same time, but wasn't economically well off. Oh. So, like, her case, um, her friends were saying, like, she got a few news articles, but Lauren was front page national news. And it's, like, I I don't know how to feel about it. Because, I mean, it's true. It's very true. It's very, very you true. Are wealthy and white. We saw it with Maura Murray. We saw it with Gabby Petito. Um, it's, like, it's missing white women and children. Yeah. Get all the coverage. Thought it would be important to bring up. Yeah, that because this is cited in that. Um, very true, very true. Yeah, it's nothing you can say. Get like that's it. It is a very true no, yeah. phenomenon that happens. There's a reason that it's like. There's a reason. There's a word for it. Yeah. Um. I was thinking about it though, and true, but you know the the true crime community is majority made up of white women. Yeah. So it's like when you when you think about it in that light, I was thinking like it's probably something to do with you see yourself in them. Yeah. Um there's also definitely racial prejudice there. Yeah. Like yeah. It, I'm not saying there isn't because, you know, there's just like the, the classism of it too. Oh no, if, yeah. If you're in a bad neighborhood and you're not well off, right. they're just going to write it down to circumstance. If there's any criminal charges in your family, yeah, they're going to make it they're going to try and find some way to make it your fault. Yeah. There with the video no. I watched of um they'll blame it on your situation if you're in a that. lower class or anything like that but someone in like a nice college it's right like, oh oh she know. went missing in a college town and she was kidnapped yeah but no one wants to acknowledge that it was she also had a drug problem yeah but um rachel shannon i think did a very good job of starting off her youtube video because the first thing she said was if you victim blame in my comments and say that she deserved it, like you're going to be blocked from this whole channel. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people who try to make the argument that like a lot of these girls, oh, they're drunk. Oh, they're walking home alone and they're drunk. Like what did they expect to happen? Excuse me? <laughs> you should. That's not a reason to be kidnapped. That's not a cause and response. That's no. You cannot. Yes, she was drunk. Because that's what young adults do in college. That is not a valid reason to say so, that yeah. she deserved to be kidnapped or that it was her fault in any way. Yeah. And if I catch anyone fucking saying that, 
I don't know where I'm gonna fight because it's the same that's just thing, not the case. The, the argument for rape, like, oh, but she was wearing revealing clothes, so she can yeah. wear the clothes she wants to wear. Stop teaching women to protect themselves and start treating, t- start teaching men not to attack them. Yeah, no, it's like victim blaming is crazy. I, we talked about it a little with the the um uh, oh the happy face killer. Jeez, yeah, I couldn't think of that. And how a lot of people will write off sex workers. Which is bullshit. It it doesn't matter. They didn't what create the, the demand. Like, no, it's it's not it has nothing to do with the person who is the victim. It's like, literally just misogyny. Yeah. It's literally just misogyny. And it's disgusting and it's terrible. Like you can't no, no. There's no good reason. She did not deserve it. No. She did not ask for it. It was not her fault in any any sense. Not any sense. Because yeah. walking home alone does not invite a man to take you. Yeah. And yeah. that is simply the facts. That's a, Yeah, that's all you can. And through, I just wanted to give Rachel props because throughout her entire video, she kept with that mantra. And it was very much like the disclaimer after every, everything was like, yes, yeah, she had a drug problem. So do a lot of people. Um, and that doesn't mean you get kidnapped. Yeah. It was like, good for you, Rachel. Because that is the attitude we need to have. It's not her fault. It's whoever took her. Yeah. And they have to live with that. Hopefully they find stuff, too. It's like... I mean, we found more Murray's... Potentially found more Murray's bones 17 years later, so... Yeah, it's you... you, We can only hope that eventually... For the family and... And a skeleton can tell you a lot. Yeah, dental records are crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Every other, every other thing is like, yeah, we proved it 50 years later from the dental records. Like, excuse me? You can catch people. <laughs> what well, it was, I keep, I always bring it up, but it was the Golden State. Or the East, or who was it? Golden, I think it's the Golden State killer, right? Who got caught years and years later because of his DNA on a soda can. Something, it was like. It was like Ancestry.com. And <laughs> they realized that this was who it was. This, you can. There was a twisted case I read about, where um. They uh. Years later, found a condom at the scene where someone had gone missing. What? And were able to use the DNA from the condom and caught the guy. How did a condom survive that long? I I don't know, but they got a guy and he admitted to it. It was something along the lines. Okay, I could That's be crazy. remembering stuff a little bit wrong. Don't quote me on this. I don't know the name of the case. I just remember it was something like they had. It, they found a condom, or a condom was used, but it was way later. It like was the, the Golden State. Sorry, I was go. I was looking for the it can. Up. Yeah. It was the Golden State killer was caught using DNA on a soda can from Ancestry.com in 2018. It's yeah, no, but like the the, the DNA is fucking insane. When they solve it way later with DNA, like the Zodiac killer. We glossed over that when it happened, and we should talk about it. We did go crazy in the Discord. They though. probably figured out who the who the Zodiac killer was, not by DNA, but by there was a um, it was a group of retired FBI agents and investigators who realized that there was probably an additional case, like an additional murder that Tied the Zodiac was responsible for, and it was probably his first, and they by figuring that out got a name and then that name turned out to be the solve like the the code for a bunch of the ciphers yeah that we couldn't break 
because he used his full fucking name. And he left movie reviews on other serial killer movies. He really did leave a review on Ted Bundy's movie (laughs) that was like, this is bad. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Gary. (laughs) Literally, his name was Gary, and he died in 2018 and got away with it. And lived long enough to see the movie made about him. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Lived long enough to see it become what it was. Insane. Oh my gosh. Insane. Mind-boggling. Insane. But yeah, that was Lauren Spirer. Crazy. Insane. No, I definitely see why that's one that kind of sticks with people. Yeah. That just, like, have no clue. And the security footage was so good up until the point. Right. I was really banking on it. (laughs) But it's, it's, isn't it worse in a way to just, like, know that she just walked out of the line of sight of a camera? Yeah. And that she was never seen again. That's insane. She is believed to be dead, and it is still a case that's open, but we're most likely never going to get an answer for this one. Yeah. 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 Leaves a sour taste. It does. And I like a lot of people talking about with uh, the Gabby Petito case Mm -hmm. and how nine other bodies were found looking for this case. It's like, why did it take looking for... Yeah. For Gabby to find nine other missing and I think, people. I think that was a good point to make is, like, why why couldn't we find them when we were looking for them? Police incompetence. And it was because, like, FBI started getting involved with this one. And, and it was got more coverage, so the police had to be more involved. Yeah. And then nine other people were found. Like I said, if I ever go missing, call a PI. And the FBI. Because it, I'm more likely to be found. <laughs> And my chances of survival immediately go from about 10% to, like, 90 <laughs> if you talk to anyone else other than the cops, which is terrible. No. cab. <laughs> I stand behind that. <laughs> it makes me so un- irrationally angry. No, to, to read something and it's like, and they would have been caught here if it wasn't for the uh, police messing this up and then they killed people for another five years. And then the police messed it up. Get this. Again. They didn't look in the river. <laughs> they said that that wasn't plausible. What? What? And half of those that I were even saying were like, and the police didn't follow this lead, but the PI did and found all of this shit. Good on him. Thank you, PI. <laughs> it makes me so fucking angry. Are you ready for an intermission? Yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten to ask. I've been trying the last few times, and then I'm like, I think it's now, and then you say it, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> So you just, like, got ahead of me this time. Yeah, I was ready. Okay, it's fine. You, like, took a, <gasps> and I was like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that the camera, can, or the, the, yeah, can you the mic flailing. can hear you flapping. Okay, yeah, we can take an intermission. Do you want to, do you want to do the fun part? And intermission. Bye. It was the only right choice. What were we talking about? You'll never know. Ask us in the Discord. Oh, yeah. Ask us in the Discord. We gotta farm that. Farm it. (laughs) Ask us in the Discord. Noki, it's all up to you now. We decided we're getting Chipotle. We did. Well, I was gonna get Chipotle regardless. Yeah. And then I asked my mom. (laughs) Adam asked my mom. But we'll get Chipotle. I have to pack my bag after we're done, but...
That's fine. We can get Chipotle. It'll be good. Do you get... What's your Chipotle order? A burrito okay. with... um. That's the first line of the decision tree. Yeah. I've, I've gotten somewhere. With steak. A steak one. Same. With beans. No, but you don't like beans. Disgusting. I knew that. I only eat beans some of the time. And then the rice. The, the brown rice. Same. And the 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 white queso sauce same that's that's where it ends i add other stuff but yeah yeah that's the correct order i got a burrito from chipotle last night and i think it was the best burrito i've ever eaten it all it always finds a way to like though i did almost get hit on the way to do to getting it and it was not my fault <laughs> no dude it dude i was texting lucille i was so fucking pissed oh was so pissed it was a four-way stop I get there second, right? Mm-hmm. Guy stops. I stop. Guy goes. It's my turn, right? The guy behind him didn't get that fucking memo. <laughs> I was halfway through a turn. This guy blows the stop sign. Like, almost hit me. Like, would have T-boned me had I not stopped and started wailing on my horn. Jeez. Um. Bro, stop signs are not a recommendation. Uh, <laughs> some people shouldn't have a license, and that person is me. But, like, also, like, he <laughs> shouldn't have a license other. either. Like, <laughs> Take, take it him. away from him, too. <laughs> take, take him down with you. I was so mad. I was in the Chipotle, like, parking lot, like, taking the like, you'll never fucking believe what happened. <laughs> I was on my way to get my burrito. <laughs> this guy almost killed me. <laughs> anyway, now I'm thinking about Chipotle. I know. <laughs> what have you got for me? A conspiracy. I hate your conspiracies. That actually happened. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you want to guess some? Um, okay. I don't know how many conspiracies that actually happened, you know? Well, I'm thinking about the bottom of the chart. Oh, okay. Okay, so in the bottom of that, is it actually happened or, like, we have questions? It's tied to something that is very questionable, but they did this. Factually. Yeah, they factually did this. Some of the other stuff they do is a little weird. Is it the, um, oh, what was it? The experiments? The syphilis stuff? No, the I, Tuskegee? Was, I was reading about that, though. Was it, it's not, you're not doing, like, Princess Diana? No. Or, like, Michael Jackson faked his death? No. Those are some fun ones, though. Dude, the Michael Jackson one has some weight. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Do you watch those videos? Insane. No, it's crazy. Um, oh, actually happened. And it's a conspiracy? Mm-hmm. Is it a medical one? No. Okay. It's government hate that kind of it's really my brain is saying mk ultra but i did that yeah (laughs) we already covered that one. my brain is like they did do that That that's one of the biggest things we've covered i think no yeah it was mk ultra and they drugged you (laughs) for your morning coffee oh i don't know okay i'm doing operation snow white by the church of scientology so whoa we're gonna get killed (laughs) if you talk about scientology it's all fuck i didn't do any i didn't have when we go missing it is. It was on purpose. Call a PI, not <laughs> the not the police. Okay, I forgot. About that. So, like I said, some of the stuff they do is not true conspiracy. Like, yeah, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm not covering Scientology right now. I, I'm I not never going, will. I'm going to give you a, a Those bare people bones. Are scary. Oh my god. Yeah, people go missing. I'm going to just like give you the. The little snippets, the stuff that's easily accessible on the internet so they won't come for me because everyone else talked about it. Hey. (laughs) If it wasn't mentioned in at least two of the sources, (laughs) it wasn't in here. Good. (laughs) 
I'm not trying to go missing. Have you seen that TikTok of, um, you know, Scientology is a boat? You know what I'm yeah. talking about? They had, a, they had a, a sea organization. Yeah. They had many boats. But did you see that there was a TikTok of somebody in a hotel, like, parked right outside the boat, and there was, like, suspicious stuff being transported, and yeah. then they went missing? They were in hazmat suits. And then they went missing? Anyway. They saw something they weren't supposed to see. Yeah, no. And then they put it on the internet. And I, I watched that TikTok and closed my phone <laughs> and went to bed. <laughs> okay, so Operation Snow White? Yeah. Is this poisoned apples? No. Okay. It's like, we'll get into it. Why okay, it's called okay, Snow okay, White. okay. Um, Sorry, but I don't mean to. First, and explain very basic Scientology stuff. Great. Very basic, though. Great. I'm not diving into it. I'm excited. Um, so, it's a religious movement, uh, sometimes referred to as a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, that was formed One in... of those is more correct than the others. <laughs> One of them's the real word. It was formed in 1953 in New Jersey by L. Ron Hubbard. Okay. I think is how you say Don't it. Don't trust New Jersey. Um, the you first... know who else came from New Jersey? Snooky. Anyway. <laughs> you know Snooky was part of a reverse merchandising campaign? What? Companies started paying her to not carry their stuff. And other companies tried to pay her to carry their competitors' stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> companies were paying her, please don't wear our products. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the first church was built in 1954 in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they also do business things. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it there. <laughs> in france and chile and a few other countries it is classified as a cult with everything because in, it is in germany it's uh classified as an anti-constitutional sect mm-hmm. so that's fun uh so in, a terrorist organization <laughs> kind of okay that's a german for terrorist there's a map of like what countries classify it as and it's really cool to look at like what areas mm-hmm. do what uh in the u.s they are tax exempt <laughs> Because they're, not, they're religious? They're not Dumb. recognized as a religious yeah. movement, but they are tax-exempt. Right. So to them, it's like proof that they are, but in the government, all they'll say is you don't have to pay the taxes. It's Which, like, there. the only people who don't have to pay taxes are billionaires and churches. And these are somehow both. Both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they kind of get away with that one. And that, uh, that uh, little... That color on the map, it was like light green, uh, <laughs> was a lot of places were just kind of like, okay, you can have this. We're yeah. not going to say anything else. Um, in Mexico, Australia, and other countries recognize it as a religion, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know that Australia is just like, yeah, that's, that's true. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Everything's um, legal in Australia. Um, sea Org, which Wikipedia called non-existent legally. What? Not sure what what that means <laughs> but that's what wikipedia told me and i thought that was fun to throw in but that's um they had the boats they were the ones who started with the boats it and so sprinkle it in but they they kind of manage all the branches of scientology including churches missions technology and business okay. um they're kind of like 
the name in front of a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just try to get Scientology out of the name because a lot of people will be like, yeah, I'm not getting involved with that if that's the first thing you see. No, yeah. But Sea Org is Scientology. Um, Habard's goal was to create, quote, a civilization without insanity, without criminals, and without war where the able can prosper and honest beings can have rights and where men can rise to greater heights. End quote. A little rhyming in there. Um, okay. They have a creed, and there are three main points to this creed. It's free, freedom to practice religion expre- religious expression, uh, recognizing that mental health healing is inherently tied to your religion, and physical healing relies on the spiritual plane are the three parts of this creed mm-hmm. um it gets so much worse so wear your religion you can practice us freely and we're responsible for your emotional and physical health yes so you must rely on us yes because we are your religion are your religion hmm that doesn't sound like a cult to me now we're gonna take a little break here have you ever looked in to like some of the the religion of Scientology? No, it scares the shit out of me. Oh my god. One episode, or a few episodes ago, I almost did someone who went missing in Scientology, and then I found out that that list was way longer than I thought it was, mm-hmm. and then I closed my computer. <laughs> and I deleted my browsing history. Like, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't need to know. I don't need to know about Scientology. Uh, okay. They do kill people. So. I never said that. <laughs> We're going into some abstract concepts, and then I'll explain how we know some of this. Okay. Um, it's not me. I didn't figure it out. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me. Um, so, in Scientology, there's this idea of a, a, a theta in. It's theta in. So theta in is how you say it, I think. And it's like individual expression. Um, and so to break that down, theta is like human conscious or human existence and fade in is your individual expression of that okay it's a little weird it makes sense um but it's as much as a cult can make sense yeah it's religiony yeah those are (laughs) words uh they believe in an alien history that Uh predates humans there it is (laughs) (laughs) so it's referred to as the space opera Uh (laughs) uh-huh there it is their god was also sometimes referred to as a supreme being Mm mm-hmm there but I think there's multiple supreme beings, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't even click their website. I was a little scared, so everything about them is uncomfortable. Um, so, the thought process a little bit more. So, a Thetan was, like, the human expression of this right, right, right. self thing. So, breaking that down further... Humans are actually immortal aliens uh-huh, called Thetans. <laughs> Makes sense. And they are trapped in the human meat body. Following. Meat body was in quotes. Meat that's body what was... that's what they refer to it as. Meat body was in quotes. <laughs> With this, uh, Scientologists believe humans have hidden abilities that they can unlock by like tapping into this Thetan spirit. Mm-hmm. Escape the meat body. Yeah. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Escape the meat body. <laughs> so Escape the... my human meat body. So we're going we're gonna to get into a, a little bit of history here. Their Escape history. your human meat body 101. And a lot, like, to clarify, the space opera, like, kind of sometimes will line up with human events and stuff to try to, like, explain events that happen in another way. So it's, like, alternate history stuff. It's a little weird. 
this one like predates humans so we're good i'm not saying an event is fake but this is where that like it can become it's reality denial yeah is the line it's crossing very much so they they rewrote some of history based on like these aliens this is not but i want to clarify that this is some pretty intense conspiracy conspiracy stuff that they are doing and that's that's the line on the chart where it's marked dangerous <laughs> and it's when you start denying science and history yeah so like people I, who say the holocaust wasn't real again to clarify this is not the conspiracy that i'm saying is true i am not no. saying this is the <laughs> truth we will get i will tell you when that starts this is this the is weird shit this, this is, is the weird this stuff. is the weird prologue Okay. We haven't even gotten to your actual conspiracy. No, I started reading this and I was like, I have to talk about this because it's <laughs> boggling my mind. This right here, what I'm about to tell you, I was like, this isn't, this was a side like thing. I started looking up just to like know about it if you ask questions. And then I just wrote it all down to As tell you, you should, anyway. Because, because I would have asked questions. <laughs> I have so many. I can only answer some. Escape your human meat suit. So the alien spirits that are in the meat suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were trapped in humans after what is called Incident 2. What's Incident 1? I don't... Another, like, <laughs> rewriting of history. Okay. <laughs> anyway, there was this galactic general. Okay. Xenu. Okay. He brought billions of aliens to Earth. Earth back then uh, was called TGAC. But for all intents and purposes, I'm going to call it Earth. <laughs> No, I think we should go with its proper name. TGAC. Okay. No, I'm kidding. On TGAC. <laughs> 75 million years ago, uh, they came in on a space plane. Specifically, a DC-8 without the engines. Okay. So it's just a plane, like a normal-looking passenger plane. With no engines? With no engines that flies through space, is what they came in on, apparently. Okay. Um, specifically, like, cited as a DC-8 is what they call it. A DC-8 without the fans. Mm-hmm. And by fans, they meant the engines. Okay. The, the, the turbine. Like, the turbine. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. Um, he took these aliens, his people, out of the plane, threw them into volcanoes, and then hydrogen bombed the volcanoes, killing them all. What? And their immortal spirits were released and later trapped in the humans. In the humans. So that's where we get the Thetan spirit that is in humans. I just thought that was... He he put them in a volcano and then blew up the volcano. Right. Because <laughs> that's what you do. I mean, sounds efficient. <laughs> so apparently you can unlock the tragic memory of Incident 2, which is referred to as the Wall of Fire or the R6 implant. And something said that the R6 implant can kill you if you tap into it. Didn't look too far into that one because it said it'll kill you. <laughs> Didn't want to get killed. Gotcha. It's <laughs> a very, very tiny, tiny part of the space opera, but it's a lot of stuff like that. Just over the top. Mm-hmm. Weird plane in space. And then it eventually turns into like rewriting history and major events. So, questionable stuff. Questionable. Um, <laughs> A lot of that. More like false, <laughs> am I right? Ba-doom, uh, A lot of the stuff, uh, similar stuff like this, is only revealed to those high in the chain of the church. Uh, and it, you're not supposed to, like, refer to it. Not me. If you were a Scientologist, you couldn't just, like, go speak to the public and talk about all of You couldn't give a sermon about that. Mm-hmm. You don't want the public to know. It's very much closed quarters. We know some of what we know from people who wrote books, who, like, left the church. Uh, other people just 
some people have talked about it are still in the church but have mentioned some of it so we know some stories like that but not Mm -hmm. all of them and we know there's a lot more to it um but a lot of the history isn't revealed until you're a high level in the church there are three levels Uh you have to pass to be free (laughs) (laughs) and this process like Moving up the ladder is called the bridge to total freedom. Uh-huh. You start as pre-clear, and then you go to clear, and you go to operating Phaeton. So you've tapped into the alien juice at that point. Um. So, delusion. Yeah. Tier three. Tier three sub. Tier three. Delusion. Yeah. Jan is having a baby with a sperm donor. Michael is having a watermelon with Dwight. <laughs> this baby is connected to Michael through delusion. <laughs> um, there, there are also levels within these levels, like the Xenu story and some of his other stuff that the the Galactic General did is usually only told to an OT three, which is an operating Thetan level three. So stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. tiers within the tiers. I did not, I couldn't find how many tiers per tier, but I know there's at least three in operating Thetan. Um, to level up in Scientology, you must complete very long and very expensive courses. So, like, rich people doing weird rich people things. Sounds, it almost sounds like it's a front for something. (laughs) Whatever could it be? (laughs) Um, like, the cult church is now led by David Miscavige. And, um, few notable members. Do you know any? Isn't one of them famous. Tom Cruise. I was just saying he's a joke now because he's in the Church of Scientology. That's he, all I know. Yeah, no, Tom Cruise is one of the... Little but ones. aren't a lot of celebrities involved? Oh, weird amount. Which is why people think it's like a, a front for something. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's like how the fact that the Kardashians own a church. Did you know that? Not the Kanye church. Oh, yeah. The, the Kardashians own a church and it's it's how it, it's tax fraud. Yeah. It's tax fraud is what it is. It's it's they'll do it through churches and through um art appraisals. Yeah. They'll appraise art to be more like way more than it's worth so you're not taxed on that money and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Weird weird stuff. But yeah, it's a little bit of that. Uh another a couple other like cool creators though. Not creators. I was reading my next one. The creator of Neopets is a Scientologist. Do you remember Neopets? A little. <laughs> that game on the computer oh, with yeah. the cute little no, animals. No, yeah. yeah, he was a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. Dougie Fresh, Charles Manson. Oh. Jerry Seinfeld. There, that one is. A <laughs> lot of actors, a lot of musicians, a lot of athletes, uh, like American gold medalists have been Scientologists. Because it's not that. It just isn't. You, no. And it's business people. It's a lot of No, it's stuff a front going. for something. Um... So, let's get into the conspiracy that is, like, government real conspiracy. This is not space opera anymore. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, but I wanted to say, Tom Cruise just, uh, he, uh, uh, like, last year, he was fussing at people on a set of a movie for not following COVID restrictions, mm-hmm. and there's video of it, and a lot of people were, like, praising him, you know, like, this is great to see him, and he, he was pretty much saying, like, we're one of the first movies to be allowed back working. We're yeah. working during a pandemic. You have to be respectable. We're like the role model for everyone else. You can't be breaking protocol. Mm-hmm. Like we want to keep doing this. This is our jobs. 
a lot of people were like, that's good on him, but, like, let's not forget, he is a Scientologist. No, it's literally, like, at that point, you need to have, like, a symbol next to your name on all legal documents that I says, like, know. ah, yes, you did something respectable, but... There asterisk, is this little thing. Asterix, you believe you're an alien inside of a meat suit. It's just his side quest. Don't worry. And no, it literally, like... <laughs> There needs to be a stamp on your passport. You're not allowed to leave the country. You believe you're an alien in a meat suit. But the, there's Scientologists all over the world, which I also, like, didn't really needs realize how spread out it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, in the 70s, uh, Scientology as a practice was starting to be questioned heavily. No. Mind you, it was started in the 50s, so, like, it hasn't been that long. 20 years. <laughs> um, so, the government was already a little a little suspicious of stuff going on. Uh, during this time, the IRS also mentioned that, at this point, the church owed millions in taxes. Fraud. Um, so, the FBI gradually get more involved with the church, just kind of, like, looking over to see what they're doing. Um, right before this, though, Habard had instated a new branch of the church called the Guardian's Office, which served the purpose of protecting Scientology and its interest, is what it was fronted as. <laughs> um, Everything about this is a front. He oversaw the branch, but his wife, Mary, was a Commodore staff guardian. So she was kind of like the one on paper in charge. He, he looked over it, but he kind of looked over everything. Right. There's a ton of branches. There's, like, five different branches of this branch, <laughs> so I, I, I didn't map it all out. Intentionally it got to be a confusing lot. Yeah, for a reason. For paperwork reason. There's about a billion buildings for it all over. Um, I wonder why they make it difficult to follow <laughs> through paperwork. It's almost like they're hiding something. <laughs> uh, the global headquarters for the Guardian's office, I'm going to clarify, uh, not all of Scientology, but for the Guardian's branch, is in England. Uh, but in the United States, the branch is, the main branch is located, located in L.A., and then they have small offshoots of this. Uh, one is in D.C., and there's some in other major cities, but we need to know that there's L.A. and D.C. for mm-hmm. our, our little thing we're going story. into right now. Our story. Our um, situation. An important part of the office, like I said, there was five different branches. We, we need to know the Information Bureau. Uh, which is ultimately responsible for what we're talking about, Operation Snow White. Great. Um, (laughs) The Information Bureau was worried about the long-term reputation of the church and wanted to remove hurtful evidence and what they saw as wrongful documentation of the church. Removing evidence? (laughs) That almost sounds like removing evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Everything about this is a problem. Every statement that comes out of your mouth brings a new point. Like, a new issue. A new issue. Destroying evidence. <laughs> that sounds like destroying evidence. Anyway. Okay. So, in 1973, Hubbard writes Order 732, which effectively begins Operation Snow White. I don't think it was called this just yet, mm-hmm. but it's, like, the, the, the beginnings of it. The okay. baby version. But their goal is to remove or correct files that contain what they saw as wrong information and in, in needed data or anything that, like, could tie the, the church to criminal charges. So they're not even being, like, covert about it right now. They're just like, we don't want to look like criminals. You know who else did that? MK Ultra. Yeah. When they started getting investigated and immediately started mass burning documents. 
insane because what you're doing is illegal (laughs) you can't do that anyway it's literally tax fraud the order is further refined in guardian order 1361 which calls for specific uh like documents that they kind of need to get covered up Mm -hmm. because it's just covering stuff up um so they infiltrated during all of this the irs in london and in la the Department of Justice, the Drug Enforcement Administration, the U.S. Coast Guard, the National Institute of Mental Health, and the American Medical Association, and other such places. Uh, In total, they broke into and stole from 136 places, including government agencies, embassies, and private businesses. What the fuck? (laughs) The order hired around 5,000 covert agents around the world, and those who completed a mission were rewarded in some way. Whether this was, like, leveling up in the church, money. You're being compensated for breaking into a government building? That almost sounds like... Pushes glasses. A terrorist organization. Yeah. Uh, they had operatives in 30 different countries at this point. Uh, they also wiretapped, created fake IDs, uh, and placed... A felony. Placed in false fire- files to counter what they were taking. For example, example, I got excited, can't talk anymore, uh, like a small operation under this one, so like a, a subset of it, was called Operation Cat. And uh, this called for the placement of files discussing a cat who did things such as hold conferences and meetings in the U.S. Um, the, the whole purpose of Operation Cat was to, to later question the security of the U.S. and question the validity of any file they wanted to discuss so if they brought something up they're gonna be like look at this though someone dropped this in here forever ago y'all didn't catch it can we can we believe any of this gaslighting (laughs) yeah they were no literally you're planting fake evidence so that you can later (laughs) gaslight the u.s government so that they don't realize you are destroying evidence tapping phones and that's that's a felony Oh, yeah. Multiple felony charges. A whole lot. Everything. Uh, Some of these operations were in place for years as people uh, legally got jobs at these places, worked their way up the ladder, get full access, and then do what they needed to do. So some of this was going. Like, it was a plan. This... Uh, (laughs) Wow. We're going to get into one uh, major one really important to everything going on kind of like the the mainstream one imagine working in like a finance office in the government and you find out your boss is a scientologist that's been fabricating documents for like years a great time but that does begin to like that does bring in the validity not for the reason that they want not like somebody dropped this in here and you can't trust anything but like which ones are fake? <laughs> yeah, what did they do? What did they take out and what did they put back in? Uh, a man named Michael Meisner. I think is how you say it. Meisner. Meisner. Whatever. It's a little too close to Michael Myers for me. <laughs> Meisner uh, was appointed to assistant guardian of the D.C. branch in 1974. Okay. He's an important character. A problem. I'm just going to call him Meisner from now on. Okay. I think that's how you say it. We don't trust him. Um, He and Gerald Wolfe begin... Uh, kind of start the government infiltration with the irs as the first hit they're starting big um the fucking irs <laughs> i now, you have to remember that at this point the irs said they owed millions, millions to the government and so 
something was starting to boil This is over. where the tax paperwork comes in. It's not that they're not allowed to pay tax. They don't have to pay taxes. It's that decades ago they fabricated it so they didn't. And no one questioned it. They just didn't pay him at first. No, too, literally. Until someone was like, all right, y'all don't have to do it. Because obviously this is going to be a mess. Um, so, anyway. Uh, Meisner and Wolf, they both get jobs as clerks, typists for the IRS. Uh, Wolf would illegally send tax-exempt forms that were forged to the Scientology churches and, and businesses. And there it is! We are just getting started. <laughs> Meisner was the one sending out these documents that all the branches that needed them and keeping contact with locations to know what other places might need. Fraud. So he was, like, over everything. Wolf was in here doing the dirty work. Um, if he is not in federal prison by the end of this story, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. During this time, uh, Meisner gets uh, wind that the IRS is holding a meeting soon to d- determine what to do about the millions the church owed them. Uh, so they're kind of getting wind of a lot of stuff that's going to happen to him before it happens. So specifically here, he's able to send word back to the church. Before the meeting, uh, the church's response is to send a guy into the big meeting room. Uh, and he, he doesn't stay, but he plugs a little device into the, the wall outlet. Mm. <laughs> uh, he broke in while no one was in here. It was during the day, so he just kind of walked in while no one yeah. was looking, um, from what I understood. Uh, Wiretapping. Anyway, this little device, it used FM signals. It broadcasted the whole meeting to an agent in a car in a nearby parking lot, which I believe was the Smithsonian, uh, was the parking lot, just for a fun little fact in there. Everything about this is getting worse. The whole meeting was taped and sent to L.A., back to the main Guardian branch. Uh, By the end of the year, they had stolen thousands of paperwork from this one place. This is one of the 136 buildings. And that's so far. Uh, around Christmas time, Wolf was able to photocopy documents from an IRS attorney and, and walk out with them. So not only do they know, like, what they're talking about in the meeting, they have the paperwork of, like, what these people are doing and going to come with them at. So they know what the they attorney's going to say. The lawsuit. Yeah, they know what they have to fight. They know what they have to counteract. They know what documents they have to forge to make it look like that never happened. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm genuinely flabbergasted. I'm gonna go missing. I had to talk about it though. <laughs> I, I genuinely am like in awe. Yeah, no, it, it gets crazy. Uh, it already is crazy. When but... we go missing, I want someone to replace every episode of our podcast with this audio file. <laughs> so that no matter which episode you listen to, you hear us talk about Scientology. And then you have to go missing too. No, and then you know it was all a ploy. Then you hire the PI. <laughs> it's on you. It's on you, Noki. <laughs> it's on Noki. <laughs> I'm interested. When we you, go Noki. missing, Noki is gonna get an email that's like, "Don't tell anybody, but this is our sign-ins to all of our paperwork. <laughs> it's on you now, kiddo. <laughs> it's your podcast. Run with it. <laughs> Figure out what you're gonna do, and then that's Noki's revenge arc. Villain <laughs> arc. <laughs> Noki becomes the anti-hero. Hi, Noki. <laughs> it's all on you now. <laughs> Not yet. We're still here. It will be. <laughs> this is a preemptive. We're gonna get shot in Chipotle. <laughs> no, we haven't literally. even put this out on the internet. They've tapped your computer. No, they've tapped. <laughs> anyway, anyway, tell me more about how these people commit fraud. So Project Horn was implemented implemented soon after, which this 
It called for theft of IRS paper, <laughs> like stationery, so <laughs> letters could be forged. Oh, uh, wow. And it also called for theft of unrelated documents. Uh, I say unrelated. Unrelated to Scientology, they were other, like, questionable churches or, like, no-name churches. Uh, they then used this... Cult. <laughs> yeah, other cults. Uh, they made it seem like an IRS agent sent a bunch of unrelated docs to himself, again, unrelated as mm-hmm. these miscellaneous churches, to himself to work on later, mm-hmm. and thereby making the theft untraceable to the church. All of it was through paperwork and letters written by this guy who sending it to himself no, I got you. somewhere else. So it just looks like this man is moving documents where he needs them to be. And it's really <laughs> going to the Church of Scientology. A church infiltrating the government. Um, Wolf was also able to collect all of the documents that the IRS planned to use against them legally. So, like we had said, anything the attorneys needed, he knew what they were looking at and had the exact papers they were looking at. He, like, he knew their speeches they were going to give and, like, had every piece of evidence they could have used against them, sent it all back. Sounds um, about right. They would have no surprises. They knew what to counteract, like I said, uh, anything. That any dirt he could dig up on their own church, they knew it all and then knew exactly how the U.S. government intended to use it. <laughs> by 1976, they had all the documents called for by Order 1361 and much, much more at this point. They, they, they did that order and then, like, doubled it. Um, mm-hmm. Wolf and Meisner eventually make fake ID cards, which granted them ac- <laughs> yeah, access uh, to the federal courthouse. Uh, when- oh, that's definitely a felony. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here We need to just keep a tally. <laughs> Wolf stole the keys to the United States Attorney's Office. A crime. So, like, the attorney for the United States, not in a United States attorney. No, like, the, the guy who, like, <laughs> fights. The guy who represents the, the government in court. Yeah, his office. He duplicated the keys and brought the originals back with no issues. A felony. Uh, he used the keys, uh, stole documents three weeks later. A felony. Uh, he also returned again to map out more photo photocopiers in the courthouse maybe not a felony but probably a crime <laughs> just a little weird but they would a lot of these they would replace them so they'd photocopy it and put it back if they weren't changing anything because they wanted extra stuff so like anything they were using but didn't want to get caught for they'd just run down the hall photocopy it run back and put it back um definitely a crime at some point after this i couldn't i don't know which building I know which building. I don't know exactly when in the timeline okay. is what I don't know. But at some point after this, uh, a cleaning lady in the IRS building reported them for suspicious activity. They were having trouble with the door, like mm-hmm. the, the thing wouldn't scan or something. Uh, but guards showed up. They showed their IDs. Wolf's was real uh, for this building because Wolf did work in the IRS building. Okay. Uh, Meisner's was not, but it looked real enough. So they, they were allowed to keep oh, roaming. it's an error. Yeah. So they... They kept roaming the IRS building. Uh, back at the courthouse now. Police and <laughs> They uh, Part two, electric boogaloo. What they would do is they would tell the front desk that they needed to go to the library after hours. They'd get an elevator key issued because the elevator was on a higher floor. Uh, and then they'd just go through the floors taking documents. A lot of times they would go to the library so people would see them there but leave through a back door. That wasn't by the front desk, and then go do what they needed to do, and then exit back through the this library. This is a tutorial on how to break into the government. Also that, yes. 
That's the title of this episode. <laughs> this is a tutorial on how to commit multiple felony crimes and get away with it. One night, the librarian stationed for the night shift said that no one had been authorized that night and that they they needed to leave. Pretty much what it happens is you have to get authorization from the day librarian to mm -hmm. come back at night. You couldn't just tell the front desk. Yeah. Front desk didn't tell them that, so I think there was a miscommunication there because they were they were just like, oh, front desk didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. They left. Uh, and it, that was that. Nothing, nothing happened. Uh, they came back two weeks later, now with front desk clearance and a fake letter from the other uh, librarian. Librarian, because they were stealing stationery from anywhere yeah. they went, so they could just write what they needed to write for clearances. Tune in next week for our tutorial on how to make fake IDs. <laughs> and then the week after that, a double feature on how to forge government documents. <laughs> And letters. And tax fraud. What the fuck? <laughs> they were on the way to copy more documents uh, a couple days later, uh, but... Oh, wait, no, I skipped back. They came back two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, now the front desk clearance and the letter. Right. Uh, and this day, they were on their way back up to the library. Um, but the librarian at this point contacts the FBI because they're for the past week, had been strange reports of people using the photocopier at weird times. <laughs> and, like, photocopiers in other people's offices. This is what gets them caught? <laughs> but this is what... This is what tipped you off? No. Not the no. fake IDs, not the... But it's... It's... The photocopier times are getting a little weird, Steve. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to look into that. You see the guy using the photocopier in the other lounge? That's a little weird. You copied the fucking <laughs> U.S. attorney's keys and got away with that, but the photocopier is where we're drawing the line? Yes. We're all meat suits for aliens. The FBI came, but the fake IDs fooled them, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> there it is. And I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> they got away. They left. They, they, they knew that they were, couldn't go back to that building. And they went to L.A. immediately. They were like, I'm out. This get a, we got caught twice now. We had to whip out the fake IDs a little too much. Um, June 1976, Wolf is arrested for the fake IDs. Thank um, God. They finally get For the fake of, IDs? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Back up. <laughs> Not the multiple felony crime. <laughs> they only know the fake they IDs at this point. <laughs> what? Okay. So, at this point, the the guardian office back in the Church of Scientology's guardian office, they, they destroy all evidence that he had ties to the church. They don't destroy the documents they have, but they're, like, cutting Wolf off. It's yeah, they don't his want... name is being removed. Yeah, so th they have Wolf for what he did, but they don't know why he was doing it. Mm -hmm. um, they just know that Wolf worked for the IRS and for some reason was in other buildings, too. Right. A little suspicious, but arrested for fake IDs. Um, at this point, Wolf was sentenced to probation and community service. I'm going to <laughs> flip a fucking table. This man broke into... Oh, my God. Uh, I'm so angry. <laughs> Uh, a month later, July, Meisner was issued an arrest warrant. Okay. Uh, he still had ties to the church at this point, and, uh, he, he was currently in hiding, but because he still had ties, and they're, they're figuring out more about Wolf at this point, they, the church is kind of in too deep. No, they, yeah. They know that, that Scientology is involved in some light. Good. Um, 
Miser hid for a while, uh, but he eventually wanted to give himself up the like stress of it all. He was like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I just want to. I want them to put me in prison. You would have had to live like that for the rest of your <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to run. Like he, it, it gets to him. Uh, but the church held him captive. <laughs> they said no. What? We need you to not give us up, and just hired him guards is what they said. But the guards were to keep him in, not other people out. <laughs> what? They really just kidnapped him. You're not allowed to have the other category anymore. <laughs> I think for your other episodes, we just play an hour of silence at the end of the episode and then the end music. Isn't this so fun, though? No! <laughs> he eventually escaped, not sure how, <laughs> contacts the FBI, uh, and he agreed to plead guilty to a five-year conspiracy felony, is what he- For- for- can, the, like- playing nice pretty okay. much he's like i'll come easy just like put me in jail <laughs> like, okay so he gets five years for conspiracy conspiracy against the government um mm. anyway just in case you wanted to know you can break into the irs building and only go to jail for five years <laughs> uh-huh sounds On about right july 8th the the church was raided at this point <laughs> thank god <laughs> the church in la hollywood and dc were all raided on this day um and this is where uh meisner was sending a lot of the documents these were the main branches that needed the information okay. and stuff like that so this is needed oh, the, in air quotes to avoid the crimes that they were being committed uh so they're like these are the ones that are roped in with all of it um it took 156 fbi agents the biggest raid ever up until this point uh 21 hours and they found 16 tons of documents <laughs> They filled a 16-ton truck Whoa. of paperwork and stuff. Whoa. Imagine being the guy who got to go through that. Yeah. Imagine having to read all that. Uh, this uncovered a lot, a lot about what the church was up to and other aspects. Uh, it, it uncovered another operation called Operation Freakout, which I'll mention at the end. Okay. But it was uncovering. Sounds a like a party. Yeah, it's some other stuff for a cult. Um, They... Um, surprise it's not operation kool-aid but it kind of spills over like stuff that was going to get found out anyway since the irs was about to like crack down on them thank god um so it just all comes like flying out though because they take all the documents that are in the buildings <laughs> they don't care if it's government or not at this point they're just like we need all of this give me this is records. criminal activity <laughs> um, thank god this part's fun what the documents had to be returned to the church though <laughs> because a judge ruled that the search warrant was too vague and broad and broke the church's fourth amendment rights um <laughs> and this is why we can't treat corporations like people in court yeah because so they are they had government documents but since they didn't specify they actually did specify they had 16 pages of like specific documents they knew they had mm -hmm. but since they took a lot more than that it was like, no, you went too far. Give it all back. We have to reissue stuff. Thankfully, this was overturned, but it did take them a month. Um, they, so they had the documents for another month to make plans. Mm -hmm. um, they were taken back after the month, after it was all overturned. Uh, the church tried to, to take it to the Supreme Court, but they just would not the hear it. The audacity. <laughs> I commit a crime, and I try to cover it up, and they took my documents without my fucking permission. I'm gonna sue you. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Supreme Court just said no. I would have laughed. <laughs> Eleven people were eventually charged for all this, uh, all of them high-ranking Scientologists. This included Mary, the Hubbard's wife, uh, Wolf, and Meisner. The leader of Scientology at this point, L. Ron Hubbard, was not charged, but he is named a co-conspirator, so he's on list yeah. somewhere with the FBI. Um, oh, that's going to do shit. They have a photocopy of that in their office. <laughs> Congrats, you're on a list. They know. <laughs> One of their claims was like, we didn't do anything bad. The worst thing we did is we just stole a bunch of copy paper. No, but... You had government documents on the copy paper, see? Like, that's the issue. We you don't... used the, the copy paper to forge. They were also. saying, we just stole a bunch of copy paper is really what it boils down to. It's like, no, guys. that The paper had words on it. <laughs> what you put on the paper is important, and what you planted in other places is also important. Yeah, you also falsified <laughs> documents. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we just talked about, this is one, like... Two Sect. agents. There was 5,000 covert agents working during this time. So this is two guys out of the 5,000. <laughs> Wolf and Meisner. Um, so this is a very small portion of what happened, and they stole a lot of stuff. They didn't steal all 16 tons. That was the work of, like, all the 5, people. 5,000 <laughs> people. Yeah, but they... These guys did a chunk of work, so that's why we're we're sharing their story. It's also the one everyone talked about, and so I felt safe discussing it. We can talk about the rest in private. Yeah, we can have because we turn off every electronic. I was about to say the light bulbs. We lock ourselves in a closet. Um, There's actually chips in our heads, though, so we still get shot. So during the trial, the church stalled a ton. They tried to have a judge removed because he was being unfair to them. Again, uh, yeah. like you, you're supposed to in court. Our fel- you just committed so many felonies. It's the judge's job to make a decision. If it's against you, that's not unfair. <laughs> nope. Have him removed. You got a trial. <laughs> they kept subpoenaing different people and like having different witnesses be brought in to be questioned. Just trying to stall. They would like just go over random stuff. Like at this point, what you should these... be charged for impeding an investigation. <laughs> they would they would ask them like, <laughs> "What could these documents be used for? Tax evasion? What? <laughs> you don't have to ask a hundred people." <laughs> um. Uh. They they changed the story a ton during this time too. So they also had to like figure out what was actually going on mm-hmm. because it was all coming from them and what they could what they realized was stolen and stuff like that so it did take a while to kind of figure out the real Mm storyline the plot if you will the the story arc the character development now we're gonna break down the the sentencing it's different for different people there were 11 people sentenced if you remember um so five of them five of the 11 are sentenced to four years Uh (laughs) uh-huh mary was sentenced to six four of them were sentenced to five and uh another two were sentenced to six but not during this trial it was a little later okay. more information came out and then one went to jail for six months he was like loosely involved so they let him off easy <laughs> he was like a secretary <laughs> yeah so they just put him in jail for six months he was an intern uh, he did the coffee runs <laughs> imagine you're in coffee for the scientologist and now you're in federal prison <laughs> for tax evasion and like grand conspiracy 
Uh, I would kill myself. I would be so upset. This was supposed to be a part-time job to pay my way through college. I'll accept the last guy were fined uh, $10,000 each. The last guy was fined a thousand. So yeah. fines, aka rich people can commit this crime. Yeah, yeah. Um, these people were supposedly perched from the church, but it is believed, and like we pretty much know that they all still hold high ranks in the church, because like also we kind of brushed over it. The max sentence for conspiracy against the government was six years. So by 1990, all of these people were out of jail again. Um, and got jobs back at the church. Yeah, they, that is now (laughs) exempt from taxes. Wonder why. Um, so, yeah, they went, the church also said they went through rehabilitations, the one they have said that are back in their high ranking. They were just, they got their jobs back. They left the prison and were like, cool, I'm, oh, whatever, operating Thetan level three again. The fact that this church wasn't shut down entirely and labeled a terrorist group <laughs> is a problem. Six years was the mass. They were literally committing mass conspiracy oh, in thirty the different countries. This is one. This is two agents of the five thousand. So like this is all over the globe stuff. Like this is happening during this time. Like they they got a lot of stuff covered up. I'm surprised that no other country got involved and I, was like made it a nat like a a, a world. What's the what's it what's it called if you bring a case to to there's a there's a name for it. I don't know what like the I'm going to say it's going to sound stupid, but it's literally like the court of the world. Oh, like what's the name? <laughs> is it the League of Nations the one that's not Is it? Any No. The UN's the one that United Nations one of them's there, one of them's not. I don't know. I, I'm not good at government. I'm not either, but there's one I don't want to be. Like, Apparently, people do this and go to jail for six years. No, literally. But yeah, no, there was also stuff happening in London at this time. Okay. And some of these people were questioned for what was happening in London because some of these people were, like, the head of what was happening in the U.S., so they were in contact with mm-hmm. the people doing stuff in London. Um, And London is also, like, the major branch of the world. Okay. And so... The L.A. was just the major branch of the United States. So at some point, this was being referred to the people in London. They were questioned. It wasn't like super. It's not like they went to world jail. But it was like, because isn't there a thing? Because it's like if you cross state lines in a country, then it becomes a federal crime because it's across states. And if you cross countries, it becomes a national crime, (laughs) whatever it's called. A a something crime. My brain keeps saying world. Like, a World bigger crime. crime, because it's it's crossing country lines. Yeah. Am I sounding dumb? No, I get what you're saying. I just don't know. I don't either. Anyway. I would say, like, World Prison would be World my Prison. <laughs> it's not federal. So, I like, there was a, a lot of, like, legal mumbo-jumbo, like the World Jail words I don't know. World Jail. I, like... <laughs> I can understand it, but I didn't want to try to explain it for an no, hour. Yeah. So it, there was a lot of other little stuff, like London. The branch mm-hmm. in London was brought in a little bit. Um, and I'm sure people were arrested because they had a lot of stuff going on in that half of the globe, too. As they should have been. So Everyone deserves to be arrested for this. And then Operation Freakout, what that was, it was a writer, Paulette Cooper. Uh, they either wanted to put her in jail or a psychi- uh, psychiatric hospital. So they were going to, like, set it up and look like, like, 
forge things mm-hmm. to make it look like she needed to go to either jail or a mental health hospital uh, because she had left the church and written a book to trash the church and it had actually gotten some court cases brought against them. Oh. Um, so like she was really doing work to get them shut down and pretty much the end goal. Um, but they were specifically her and Operation Freakout were trying to get her like put away. See, how is this not impeding an investigation? Like, I don't understand how they did not get charged with at least impeding an investigation. How, yeah, how are you, you conspired you're against the evidence. <laughs> but, like, you're, at, at its core, it's like you're making up evidence or, like, stringing along a court case. That's also a crime. Yeah. It's called impeding an investigation. <laughs> Literally, how? Um... There was similar operations against a ton of other people, people who had left or people who were never in but, like, knew what was going on and trying to get it shut down. This one just had a name. Yeah. Uh, but a, a ton of people were targeted, uh, and it, they were all found when the raid happened. So these people were like, hey, if anything comes up against you, it's from these guys over here who are going absolutely crazy for some reason. Operation Freak Out. So. Freak Out. That is my conspiracy for you today and it really did happen <laughs> not the space opera stuff i'm going to clarify again i'm not saying Scientology is real. so this is what it was operation snow white snow white yes is that what it's called by scientology or by the government by scientology that was okay. there that's what i understood um and it's to like make the make the page blank make it white make okay yeah, that's white. okay that makes sense um then freak out was make her freak out and go to the mental hospital. Operation Cat was make a government cat and then put paperwork about him. And I'm the- noticing a trend. <laughs> yeah, they, their names were pretty. I'm surprised one wasn't called Operation Tax Fraud. <laughs> Honestly. Operation Fake ID. Uh, they also, like, it was super weird. I just, like, hate reading about it because they do it so, they try to make it confusing and they try to make it look very formal. So it was all, like, order this, order yeah. this. Um, but it's like the more confusing it is, the harder it is to follow, and therefore the, there the, it's are stringing it along. So many branches. There is at least four different like business corporation titles that like own a lot of other like they're the umbrella corporations. Mm-hmm. There's at least four that are Scientologist business ones, all with their own umbrella of corporations that go under like weird names. So they have ties to a ton of businesses and stuff. Uh, like we said, it's a ton of actors, ton of musicians, which is a front. So There's something. The meat bodies. <laughs> they don't want to be in there. I don't even want to like speculate too much on air. No, genuinely. No, absolutely not. I'm genuinely uh, like. They also have a lot of boats. Uh, the 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 guy who started it, mm-hmm. Habard, however you say his name, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, he was uh in the navy, I believe. Oh, I like briefly read on it, and they did have the Navy's greatest like, shame. a fleet of boats. This was not through the Navy. No, this was his own fleet. He named himself like Chief Commodore or something. Like gave him a high, high title that like normally is super crazy, but he just called himself that on his own fleet. So it's like their own Navy, pretty much a red flag. Um, but they have stuff all over. There's ties you wouldn't even get. Neopets was apparently. Scientologist. Scientologist. <laughs> wow. Um. Again, probably not gonna break down Scientology much further than that. And on we should air. 
we should leave that over there with them. But I felt like the, the government conspiracy, that's all, like, public knowledge. No, yeah, so no, yeah. we're good. <laughs> the court case is public record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun? No. <laughs> I'm so angry. I was not paying attention to class. I found this in stats class. Just reading, perusing the internet, Reddit, Google. It was just Googling, like, conspiracy. Like, just trying to find anything to look at. And, like, <laughs> on Reddit, I, someone mentioned Operation Snow White. And it was confusing. I was like, I like confusing stuff. I like trying to explain confusing stuff. Let's I decipher it. I started reading. I didn't know it was Scientology at first. I just saw Operation Snow White. So I Googled that and the first, like, link is Scientology. And I was like, mm, I should close it now. <laughs> I should close it now. And I did not. Past the point of no return. <laughs> yeah. Your conspiracies are always very left field, though. You really said dinosaurs aren't real, the earth is hollow, and the Scientology commit major tax fraud and got away with it. Yeah. That's why I, I'm going to disclaim. This is I know I say it way too much. We, <laughs> this stuff is beyond the dangerous level oh, no, of yeah. conspiracy. We are not, like, condoning this. No. <laughs> we are not saying believe in hollow earth. We were just explaining, like, what it's talking about. You just have to know that this stuff is super, super, like, dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it led to, uh, like... It's important. I don't even know the words to say. It led to government conspiracy at this point. They don't that. even trust the governments of the world mm -hmm. at all. Um, they, they're trying to do their own thing a lot of the time. It's extremely anti-Semitic. It's a cult. Racial. It, it, it's most every issue it checks the box is in most of these big conspiracies so pretty much you just have to know that going in everything past the line of science denial is anti-semitic in some way yeah um we recognize that yeah it's important though to be informed on like what is a conspiracy because with especially with stuff like scientology they they're very good at making it look like it's real and making like forging government documents. It's almost like how we applaud SCP for like how it's real the opposite. they make it. Here we are terrified about how like right. formal they do these things because they can they they got away with tax evasion. Yeah. <laughs> and so much more in this one little order they did. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it is deeply, deeply, deeply anti anti Semitic and perpetuating ideas that this is like true is very dangerous. Yes. We know it's not. So I would like to clarify again, what I talked about in the beginning is the beliefs held by that group Meat Suit. Not us. Not us. <laughs> I am not in the Church of Scientology. Correct. Oh, I favorited that girl's TikTok so that I could shout her. I wanted to I'm sure she's, I mean, she's, like, moderately TikTok famous right now, um, but... Give her the shout-out, give her the shout-out. Yeah, um, her name on TikTok is Tufology, T-O-F-O-L-O-G-Y. And that was the one with, like... She created the conspiracy chart. Okay, okay. Um, and then now she's doing a YouTube, or not a, I think it might actually be a YouTube series, too, but she's doing it on TikTok where she's dissecting piece by piece and updating it as of 2021. So, oh. like, new things are being added. Um, the the Britney Spears conspiracy theory has now moved down a tier because it's true. And we know it's true. And it's not, it's no longer in the we have questions category. Like, things are moving around as more information comes out. That's cool. Yeah. Very fun. Um, and just to reiterate, there there are sections of this chart, which is why we take it, which is why it's good. Because it's like the the bottom is things that actually happened. There's a line of speculation. We have questions. 
leaving reality, unequivocally false, but mostly harmless, so like cryptids. Yeah. The, the things that aren't real, but... Bigfoot. But not hurting anybody. There's science denial, which is dangerous to yourself and others, and then the anti-Semitic point of no return, which that category is called the world is run by shadow people. If you believe in one, you believe in them all. Because that's true. Yeah. You believe in one, and suddenly you think we're in meat suits. Don't mock them. I'm not trying to get no. shot at Chipotle. If we get shot, <laughs> Noki, listen to me very closely. It is your job <laughs> to keep the podcast going in whatever way you see fit. You can make it all TikToks. You I, could just post screenshots of the Discord if you want. You can post complete, like, hours <laughs> worth of silence. I will send you all of our information. <laughs> I'm going to have an automated email set to go out. When we die, you're responsible. Thank you. Thank you for taking this burden that you have no choice of mm -hmm. taking or not. It's all on you, kid. <laughs> if Noki even listens this far. Noki, let me know if you listen this far. Let me know if you accept Noki has done everything we've ever asked in, like, the Discord or TikTok comments. Let me know if, you've, if you accept this great burden of responsibility, whether, whether you not, like, regardless of whether you do, you, you, you have accepted it. Anyway, go follow our TikTok and Instagram. Noki will be posting there soon, probably. Uh, <laughs> when we're inevitably shot in a Chipotle. Um, so that's fun. That's something to look forward to. <laughs> Noki oh updates God. for us. This is taking a turn. Oh, God. Um, but no, for real, we post cool stuff on there. Yeah. And a break is coming up, a long winter break, so that, more content. The hopefully. Google Drive that Emily finally updated is updated is and available is there for your viewing pleasure. It's available through the link in our Instagram bio and also through our Discord. I wanted to share what I had some other things. I, oh, I had I found some really cool uh, photos for Pinhurst. Oh, those those like black and white photos that look like stock photos from any like horror documentary. Those are historic photos from Pinhurst. Oh. Um, I think I also found stuff for Waverly that had similar stuff. I found mm -hmm. historic photos from the places. I tried to label them if they were, like, really from there. Um, See, I label mine. One, two, three, four, I noticed five. that. I, I didn't label the last five, I don't think. It was, like, really late at this point. No, yeah. So I was just trying to make sure I got the photos in there, and I will be going back to label them. In three months. In three months. Yeah. When, <laughs> inevitably, when I forget, it exists. <laughs> same, same. Now I have to play catch up. But not, I did from episode four to episode 29 yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a few behind. Yeah, you're like two. <laughs> not two. Not at this point. Of, well, I mean, I guess, because I'm, I'm, I think I'm two behind from the release dates. Yeah. I didn't do the one that came out today. Yeah. Because I, I didn't want to put any pictures for no, stuff same. we hadn't talked about yet. So. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm two at the point of release or maybe three from the one that went out today okay but from recording i'm like 12 but yeah we've recorded a lot in the yeah. last few weekends like i said i've been here a lot this is our sixth episode that we're recording in like two weeks that mm -hmm. is a lot, a lot. You, yeah we did three the first weekend and then two and now one oh yeah it was two I, for some reason i thought it was three no and then i was like what what was my fourth thing <laughs> no 
Yeah, three, two, and one. That's yeah. fun that we did it, like, counting down. Three, two. This doesn't come out for a while, also. This is, like, the week of December 12th is when this comes out. Oh, yeah, and it's Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Yeah, we, this is a little bit in advance. Well, it's because we, we're preparing for exam week, and you're going out of town and stuff, so, I mean, hey, there yeah. will be an episode. Yeah. We will have to record right when I get back. Our nonsense is also not time-sensitive. Huh? So unless they find out who killed Lauren Spire in two weeks, we're fine. <laughs> like, no, I wasn't saying like no, it, but like our cases aren't just in case typically you're curious how much in advance this one is. No, it's yeah. just funny how like this one doesn't come for a while. Noki might get the news late. Is what I'm worried oh, about. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll requ- I will set up an email to send them all of the the raw footage. Here, have edit this. <laughs> or don't. Just put it out there. Oh yeah, just the raw file. Make it spooky. Ooh. Put some reverb on it. Wow wow wow. <laughs> no, don't do that. We're talking for an hour. No one wants reverb on that. <laughs> Alright. We gotta go. <laughs> Chipotle, here we come. Oh my god. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.